Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. If you've been enjoying our live episodes, why not come see a live recording? A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. ...of Drunk Women Solving Crime. Our next shows of 2019 are at the Pleasance Theatre London, Thursday, April 25th, with Desiree Birch and Zoe Lyons. Tickets available at pleasance.co.uk. Drunk women solving crime. Drunk women. Drunk women solving crime. Drunk women. Now it's time for drunk women solving crime. This is Drunk Women Solving Crime. My name's Taylor Glenn, and I'm a writer and comedian. I'm joined by screenwriter Hannah George. Hello. As well as author and comedian Katie Wilkins. Hello. This is where beer meets breaking and entering, Prosecco meets perjury, and vodka meets vandalism. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime. In those days, it's very easy to just pop out to the shops and die, isn't it? <laughs> Look at me in my tights that you're not meant to wear, and, and now I can fight you. I chased him up the road. Yes. Ooh. I haven't run since. <laughs> and before that, I hadn't run since I was about seven. You get so hot after you con, Bertha. <laughs> Swindle my balls. <laughs> now it's time. For Drunk Women Solving Crime. You're listening to Drunk Women Solving Crime. I'm your host, Taylor Glenn. With me today... (laughs) And we are drinking whiskey for the first time. And every time I sip it, I make a face and a noise. So we're going to have a great time. I'm very excited to introduce our guest for this episode. It is the fantastic journalist and host of podcasts standard issue as well as the drink podcast it is hannah dunleavy hello you can tell hannah loves being cheered and clapped yeah (laughs) it's weird i'm usually the person saying welcome to this thing yeah backwards let's stop talking about me don't look at me (laughs) i just face the wall tell us about your childhood (laughs) we just have one question for you then hannah have you ever been the victim of a crime well yes i mean obviously i live in cambridge so i've had several bikes stolen Uh, and i live in the world so i've seen several penises that i didn't ask to see Um, but Cambridge penises, though Cambridge penises, all sorts of penises. Mm. Saw a man having a wank on a tube once, but you've covered that before on this podcast yeah. in some depth. Yeah, yes. we've got a yes, lot yes. of wankers. Um, so I thought I might tell you about the time when I wasn't directly the victim of a crime, but I decided right. to get involved. Ooh, nice. which was I. It's about ten years ago. In fact, no, actually, it's nine years ago because Facebook reminded me of it the other day. <laughs> um, I. Um, my mum had come to stay with me and we had gone to the theatre and we went to get a bus home 
And the bus was like half an hour away. So we said, let's go into that pub there and have a drink. And when we were coming out of the pub, a woman came up to me and she was crying. And she was saying, oh, I, I, I'm trying to get a taxi and I don't know where I am. And, and, and I was trying to be helpful because that's what you do. And... Sorry, we all nodded there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I realise on podcasts that doesn't really help. Rather than like, we're saying like, do you help? Uh, do you help? We don't. <laughs> we all nodded with concerned expressions on our faces. <laughs> and then suddenly my mum said, oh God, he's got my purse. And it was classic distraction. Decoy. had happened. Ooh. And Two-man job. Yeah. And I... The other day I came out of my house and someone had crashed into my car and the de- there was a big dent in the side of it and my friend who I was with was like, you're being very casual about this. And I'm <laughs> like, there's no point getting annoyed about stuff that you can't change. It's done now. They didn't leave a note. <laughs> That's my usual attitude to crime. Right. Okay. What happened when my mum got mugged was <laughs> I chased him up the road. Yes. Ooh. And I... He was walking, I think, a little bit slowly because I think he was trying not to look like the person that my mum was shouting. You know, that... Cause Oh. You know, I think he tried to just slope into the crowd because if he'd actually been running, the chances of me actually catching him. I mean, I haven't, yeah. I haven't run since. <laughs> and before that, I hadn't run since I was about seven. Um, but I managed to catch him, and wow. amazing. Yeah, I, now I only had one drink in that pub, but. Yeah. When recounting the story, I always feel like I was drunk because <gasps> I can't really remember it. It feels like there was flashes of... It's yeah. like a crazy... Yeah, because then the next thing, we were actually both on the ground. Wow. And I got the purse off him and I stood up <gasps> and I kicked him in the balls. Which because Ooh. when my dad when my dad gave me... When I was about seven, my dad gave my sister and I some self-defence classes and it involved two moves. <laughs> one of which was kick them in the balls. <laughs> And the second of which was he, he said to us that if we were really in trouble, that you should get the palm of your hand, hit the bottom of their nose and yes. drive upwards. Oh, and yeah. he said to me, but use that sparingly because it will kill them. Yes. <gasps> to a seven-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. And my sister oh, yeah, and I were like, seven. I'm like, Dad. I did that in a high school class. Yeah. <laughs> so then I was just shouting like random abuse at this guy. I mean, I cannot stress how out of character that all of this is. Uh, what were you shouting? Oh, like, well, words that picture. I probably can't like repeat on here. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, if you come near my mother again, you fucking cunt, I will kill you. <laughs> type thing. And then I got had the purse and I turned around and I looked. And my mum was standing behind me with a with a, a man. <laughs> and she she had run into the pub and gone, Oh my god, I've been mugged and my daughter's like run after him. And this guy had come out with and her I'm obviously. Really her, to to be help. Yeah. yeah. And then I turned around and he said to my mum, She looks like she's doing all right, love. <laughs> He just went back inside and it was so insane and I sort of passed her her purse and then I looked up and I could see that there was um, a security camera there and so I thought I'm going to ring the police not because I think they'll do anything about this because I don't but because I think it looks like I just mugged someone. <laughs> so I rang the police and they were entirely ambivalent. Man, and then, we saw you take that man's purse. And then I, I went home and I, I have to say, I felt, I felt drunk. I felt really... Yeah. And the next day, almost every man that I know, my dad, my brother, my best mate, Gave me like the biggest bollocking about You're it. You're kidding? Yeah, about how dangerous it was and how. And I, I can see what they're saying, but the thing with that was, I, I didn't make a decision to do that. Right. Yeah. I just, it just happened. It right. was just a thing. And I would have sworn blind that I was the sort of person that would. Yeah. I was a flight person. Yeah. But it I was turns say, out you're, I'm a. Your friend of mine is fighty. I'm very fighty. fighty. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. They should have been patting you on the back and going, yeah. you took down that a feels, guy. Like, that feels unfair coming from your dad, they? Mr. Miyagi, for mm. teaching you the moves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I didn't kill him with his nasal bone, dude. But yeah. like I followed the <laughs> yeah. code. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't advise anyone to do it. And I probably wouldn't. I mean, I don't know. I don't think you, you can say that because I actually genuinely don't think I made a decision. Yeah. I mean, telling this story wow. probably takes more time than the entire incident actually happens yeah. in. Yeah. You know, it was just like... But yeah. it's it's your animal brain. It's the gut yeah. takes yeah. over. I, I think if they'd stolen my purse, actually, I don't think I'd have been that bothered. Mm. I felt it was like some actual... Protect your mum. Don't you fuck with my mum. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask, yeah. do you think you would have done that for anyone else? No. 
No, that's awesome. No, probably not. And Happy actually, Mother's Day. Uh, <laughs> that's coming up. And actually, funnily enough, afterwards, she, I, I was like, we looked and she had about £2.50 in there and her library card uh. and, you know, like stuff that actually, like her bus pass that would have been a pain in the neck too. Yeah. But actually, it would have been a bad haul for that guy. Yeah. Most of the stuff yeah. he would have got yeah. would have been entirely useless. So um, mm. it was more the inconvenience wow. to her, which I think is actually the thing with most theft, isn't it? Yeah. 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 All I'm thinking is like that Facebook reminded you. So did you yeah. ask someone to take like a picture of you like with your yeah. foot on his bloody corpse? <laughs> <laughs> no, no I, I, I went over and I was like, the weirdest thing just happened. Yeah. I just like kicked a mugger in the balls. Oh my God, did Facebook make one of those videos like happy crime yeah. anniversary? <laughs> Basically, like a picture that was exactly going by. Right. We yeah. care about you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we care about what? your memories. So when, so you rang that like, did the guy get up and go, like hobble away holding his penis? Oh, actually, or yeah. Did um, they at, at, come, at one like... point, at one point, I was, uh, the, 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 the stranger man, the man who'd come to help and then gone, he, <laughs> there was a point at which he'd gone, so it was my mum and I, and the girl, I saw her, <laughs> I saw her then sort of like scurry past because the one that had actually distracted oh. me. And, and I right. did the most comedy thing I've ever done in my life. I actually just kicked her up the park. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like an old man. I was like, and you? You're not getting away with it. <laughs> I think that I probably did make a decision. I think by that point I was, I'd yeah, actually like, decided I? to yeah. do that. But, yeah. Oh my God, you kicked her up the arse. That's yeah. the funniest thing. Oh, oh it's it's so glorious. But, yeah. My mum does love it as a that story. That makes me so happy. It's a great yeah. story. It's really Well, great. I'm not the world's greatest daughter as in I don't listen, I don't tell her things, I don't share things about my life. And I think mm. it was one of those moments where she was like, yes, come on. <laughs> A demonstration of love from my daughter. Wait, did you orchestrate the whole thing? Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. For Mother's Day, because it was this time nine years ago. <laughs> yeah. This Mother's Day, give the gift of violence. <laughs> you know yeah. what? I, usually at the end, we're like, no, what would you do if they were here right now? But it's, it's like, like, you did it. You it, solved it. You solved time. your own crime. Yeah. That is the most, especially wow. with that kick if, if, they, if they were here again, I would ask them to pose for a photo so I could actually kick them up the bum and have that for posterity. Yeah. They're probably out robbing people now as we speak. I would like to think so. They're yeah. like, they're gonna, they've got to think twice before they try and pull that again. They're like, okay, that's that one's not working. We get chased and kicked yeah. quite badly when we do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. There's so many, so much good imagery in that story. <laughs> like, beautiful. there's the guy trying to fit in, but he's sort of walking really fast, like power walking, <laughs> diddly, 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 diddly. Mm, and then yeah. just everything that follows. In fact, one of the mo- <laughs> at, at, when I did look at it on Facebook, underneath there's quite a lot of comments from my mate, and about thirty percent of the comments underneath are surprised that I ran. That's it. Like literally, or surprised that I caught him. Like not any of the other stuff. Outrageous. I, yeah. Why can't anyone just say, "Well done, you kicked a man in the penis." I mean, <laughs> what has happened to the world? <laughs> Wowzers, love that story. Thank you so much. Oh, quick plug for someone who sent us snacks. Thanks, kettle chips Yay! for the salt and vinegar chips. And you sent them a long time ago, and I kept forgetting to mention them. So thanks for the snacky snack. They're making me thirsty for whiskey. (laughs) Now it's time for drunk women solving crime. Are we ready to solve some true crime? Mm -mm. Yeah, we are. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's my ready for true crime voice. Uh (laughs) Right. This criminal. I keep going into radio. (laughs) Radio This criminal was described as the boldest and most expert of the many female adventuresses who infest the country. Ladies, meet Big Bertha Heyman. A 19th century American confidence trickster or con woman to you and me. Or con artiste. If you think it's an art, which I think it is. (laughs) All right. She was described by the famed New York City detective Thomas F. Burns as one of the smartest confidence women in America. Mm. Um, And I'm just excited. As soon as I found this case, I'm like, I have next year's Halloween costume. (laughs) Uh, She invented resting bitch face. I I can't wait to share her photo. She's awesome. I mean, at least the photo. You make up your own mind. Okay. (laughs) 
So Bertha was born Bertha Schleisinger. Uh, Want to take a stab at what country she was born in? Germany. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love a quiz, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard to write a quiz for this one because there's just so much info I want to get out, but we'll get there. There's some questions. There's some <coughs> twists and turns. Don't you worry. Do you think that either of Bertha's parents had a criminal record themselves? Well, now that you've asked the question, yes. <laughs> Anyone else? Um, yeah, I'm kind of with Katie. I feel like it was leading. Yeah. I mean, did they name her Big Bertha? <laughs> <laughs> if they did, I feel like they were like, this woman is definitely going to be a gangster. Like, and that's the crime. what they want for their <laughs> that's child. A very good question. Oh, poor Big Baby Bertha. No, she was. that was a name that she gave to herself, and that was her preferred title. So awesome. she owned this. Yeah. I love it when you give yourself a nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever given yourself a nickname, Katie? I mean, I've tried. I want to hear some of these. Um, I know when I mm. cool guy, yeah, cool guy Katie, like, right awesome here. Katie. <laughs> <laughs> I got no. I need to. I'm too drunk. To <laughs> I have nicknames, but I actually thinking about it now, I was not the instigator of most of those nicknames. Oh. Mrs. Bean was one of them. Oh, nice. Um, like married to Mr. Bean. I mean, just I used to do impressions of pairing, Mr. Bean all the time when I was about nine or ten. All right, I'm glad we checked in about that. <laughs> Germany is correct. Yes, one of her parents had a criminal record. Her father was caught forging checks. So possibly, Ooh. just like your father passed on some yeah. self-defense <laughs> Possibly. Do we know when... Oh, oh I'm sorry, history. I was going to say, do we know when this is, but I have to wait. Don't I? Go for it. No, 19th century. Okay. Yeah. I just gave that at the top because sometimes when you guess the year, I don't know, it goes on. All right. <laughs> have a bit of constructive feedback. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Taylor. I won't do that one again. Yeah. <laughs> now, you know I'm a big fan of how women are described in history. Um, oh, yeah. And I could spend like an hour just reading all the descriptions of Big Bertha, but I'm going to go with this one. Very stout woman. Height, five feet, four inches. Weight, 245 pounds. Hair brown, eyes brown, fair complexion, German face. That's never... <laughs> that's never controversial. <laughs> An excellent talker has four moles on her right cheek and then a more it's scathing distinctive <laughs> it's very distinctive but no superhero villain a little bit of both um she was also described as a stout gross looking woman oh i know that made it into the record i Isn't think people were just jealous of her <laughs> they said fair right. face in the other one fair complexion oh okay sorry yeah. But you got those four moles. I mean, I don't know. Mm. That can go any which way. <laughs> Depends on the formation of them. Maybe it was a square. Okay. <laughs> oh, but then there was one nice account, and it said, um, a somewhat pleasing face. So everyone had their opinion about I that. Okay. I would like to be described as having a somewhat pleasing face. I think face. I'd put that. That would be my Tinder profile. Yeah. If I She's got a somewhat, somewhat pleasing face. <laughs> Three moles on her face. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Do you think that Bertha ever did time for any of her crimes? Mm, I'm going to go with yes. Okay. I, I, I want to say no, but it's because I feel... I, it'd be nice if she didn't. It'd be nice if she didn't, yeah. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, if she's a con woman, then I think she's a good one. Yeah. She's right, big right, Bertha, right. isn't she? She's yeah. double B. She's I double B. <laughs> Yeah, also my bra signs. That's, that's not a thing. Double B isn't a thing. <laughs> Don't even need to go for doubles for these uh, I really these wish jokes. it were. I'm a triple C. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. I love it. We're not talking about which room your bras are in. Which <laughs> yeah, why do they do that? Why, why is it that D is the only thing that has a double? Yeah, yeah. No, there's um, a double A as well. Oh, is there? Yeah. Okay. So we sort um, of marginalise the very small and the very large. <laughs> That's what we do. Yeah. I'm nowhere on that spectrum. I'm right in the middle. If any of our listeners are wondering. <laughs> Thank you. Fucking whiskey. Okay. <laughs> yes, she was several times. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> It was the one sip of the old fashioned I took. Like, I have this little, like, whiskey sour, and it's fine, but then I sipped yours a hua. Yeah. Ooh, it's straight whiskey, essentially. Good <laughs> <laughs> extra sugar. I feel so motley crew, man. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So, several times she was arrested and jailed. The first on record was in 1880, and it involved a train conductor on a train from Chicago. His name was E.T. Perrin. Oh, yeah. You get it. You get it. I wrote pause for E.T. joke. <laughs> 
<laughs> you always get in there so fast when I write pause. It's always Hannah. I appreciate it. <laughs> train home. Yeah. I couldn't even finish the joke. I just started it. No need. Just needed that precursor. It was good. Okay. Bertha swindled Mr. Perrin out of over $1,000, claiming to be the owner of a large estate. Any guesses what the con was? How did she actually get money from him? Did she sell him some of the estate? It's a good guess. What year was this? 1880. What's, was she... Selling him some sort of like strike claim Ooh. somewhere. Oh, like insurance or something. No, no, I mean like like silver, gold. They were digging up all that stuff in like the 1880s, That's weren't they? That's good thinking. Yeah. Very good guess. Very good guess. I'm guessing it's an incorrect guess, though. It's, yeah. incorrect, it's kind of an unfair question because how could you come up with this con unless you're like Big Bertha yourself? Katie? Katie? Yeah. Con artist Katie? Was that one of your nicknames? Let's go. Yeah, it was. And I definitely know what it oh. is. And I will tell you in one second. <laughs> Any second now, I'll have the answer. Um, I don't know. She convinced Mr. Perrin on this train that she was so taken by his capabilities that she wanted him to manage her estate. Oh, my God. Oh. She's so good at this that he quits his job <gasps> on the spot. She takes him to a large house and says, that's mine. He believes her. They check into a really expensive hotel and she just starts ringing up bills. And she even goes so far as to hire an expensive lawyer to advise her on her new estate manager. So she really commits. (laughs) She really commits to the con. Um, She claimed that she needed to borrow some money from him to pay her agent so that she could in turn be sort of given the cash. This is she was, she was like the, 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 that, that period's equivalent of the Nigerian prince email, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just waiting for some money. If you could just put yeah. this in my bank account. You shouldn't have to pay money to start your new job. I mean, <laughs> like sometimes, like at Domino's, maybe not. Like you only have to buy the uniform, but otherwise. Uh. I don't know if you did have to buy the uniform at Domino's. I can't remember now. Are you worried? Are you worried? Me and my I'm not going to get sued. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. It is like pay to play though, isn't it? Like pay to play yeah. stand up. Yes. Like okay. on a bigger scale. Pay to play groundskeepers. Yeah. <laughs> so she winds up owing this lawyer money and that's where the con kind of fell through because he reports her um, and she winds up being sued by the Superior Court of New York City for obtaining by false pretenses. Now this was in 1880. How long until she's arrested again? What do we think? Four years. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think maybe less than that. Okay. Give her a year. Okay. I'm going like 1901. <laughs> I'm going wow. she got away with shit, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, Built an yeah. empire. That's yeah. also good thinking. No, was, she learned from it. It was five months later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this woman actually gets caught a lot, but gets off a lot too. Ah. That was my nickname in high school. <laughs> <laughs> It so wasn't. I did not have a pleasure. But anyway, never mind. <laughs> this isn't about me and my high school sexuality. <laughs> she is arrested in London, Ontario, five months later for defrauding a businessman out of several hundred dollars. She stands trial for theft, but she's acquitted. She spends time in jail for stealing a watch that October, and she's then put on trial for various other crimes for which she had been arrested. Now... <laughs> This was one of her classic swindles. Um, She tended to target men, although she sometimes stole from women, but it tended to be just possessions, just a quick watch steal with men. She would go through these elaborate cons, just wooing them and convincing them they were fantastic and taking their money. It's so hard not to like her. (laughs) But why? Why would she turn to a life of crime? That's the interesting part of the story to me. Um, But anyway, we'll get to that. Or at least I think we'll get to that. <laughs> she would convince men that she came from a background of great wealth and stature and um, pull similar cons. She'd rack up bills at expensive hotels and play the part. Um, she conned several businessmen out of thousands of dollars over the years. She was arrested for stealing gold watches from some elderly women and also defrauding a wheel, a wheel street, <laughs> Wall Street broker. It's kind of Wheel Street now, isn't it? <laughs> um, <laughs> Wall Street broker who she convinced she was worth $8 million. 
Wow. I didn't do the conversion, but that's like that's like thirty-five million dollars now. I think. Got to be yeah. to a nicer Maybe. man, really. Yeah. 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 So Wall about Street Bros. Take him down. Take him all down. Forge Securities. <laughs> How does that work? Forge security. I, I meant to Google that. Yeah, it, was, it, it involved forged security. So I'm going to throw that question out to the I room. don't know. I mean, to be honest, I don't think that anything she's done there is any worse than most people who work in banking do on a regular basis. Because yes. I once asked my cousin who works in futures to explain futures to me. <laughs> and at the end of it, I said, um, how's that different to gambling? And he said, not at all. Yeah. It's, like, it's basically exactly the same thing. I'm yeah. so shit at these terms. Like I don't know what futures are, securities, bonds. I know most of what I know from Beverly Hills Cop. So it's like okay, <laughs> bear bonds, and you get killed for them, and you have like a disposable friend who gets killed at the beginning. And that's bonds. So I assume it was something like that. Taylor still keeping all her money in Kruger hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's all go and watch that film. <laughs> yeah, podcast is over. such a good film. All right, she serves time until 1887. Did she behave in prison? Good behavior. Do we know what prison she was in? Sorry, I'm getting interested in the story now. Yeah, um, it didn't say, but I'm assuming it might have been Sing Sing. That's where most of the New Yorkers went. Did she manage to convince the prison warden that he could be a good gatekeeper and <laughs> make him leave his job? <laughs> and I just love the idea of this woman from the inside swindling. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I know. Or like, she did a Bridget Jones and then everyone sang Madonna. (laughs) (laughs) Bridget Jones is too (laughs) well-referenced. Ay, ay, ay. No, she didn't behave in prison. She conned another inmate out of his life savings of $900. What, she's in prison with a man? Yeah, yeah, isn't that interesting? They, they, must, they must prisons. have mingled. They must have mingled. What the hell? I know. Crazy. And he was allowed century. his life savings in there with him. With just his his little same. checkbook. Like, yeah. what? Yeah, I'm not sure how that transaction happened, but that was worth $20,000 today. So I'm trying to do the maths on, like, if she was worth $8 million. It's interesting that, that you think that if you yeah. owned $20,000 in those days, you'd probably be able to just buy your way out of prison anyway. Yeah. Mm. What's he doing in prison with $20,000? Look, they didn't fuck around at Sing Sing. So to back up a little bit about her story, because it's not just about her career, it's also about her love life. What do you reckon was going on in Bertha's love life? Did she have a partner? I think she she fell in love with a very rich man when she was a young woman. And uh, he was married to somebody else. And she, nobody lived up to him. And she spent her entire existence taking it out on other rich men. (gasps) But Um, it could just be because I'm bitter. (laughs) (laughs) 
it could just be that you're telling your life story. <laughs> that is so, so super close. I don't wow. know. And actually, it could be spot on because I don't know if he was wealthy or not. That was not Would it be right stated. if I pulled my shop over my head and ran around in this room now? <laughs> I think I'm going to... I'm going to call you victorious and give you, give you a promotion. We haven't given promotions in a long time. No. That's the first promotion in here for, for quite some recordings. Um, yeah, she was married when she was very young to one Fritz Carco or Fred Kirkow, depending on which source you read from. I used three. Thank you very much. Um, she was young. She was in her late teens. And in her own words during an interview, because I just this just hit me. She said, I married a man I loved with all my heart. You know what that means. His name was Fred Kirkow. For two years, I was perfectly happy. We never had a quarrel, not even a harsh word. One day, he came in and kissed me. Soon after he went out, I never saw him again. No one knows what I suffered. A deserted wife without any apparent cause. Wow. And according to the interviewer, Bertha's eyes filled with tears as she allowed her memory to dwell a moment on the past. Okay, I'm starting to not buy it. <laughs> You're not buying it. Oh, I totally fell for it. I'm like, Bertha was wronged. And like, I'm sure Bertha was wronged, and I'm still Team Bertha, assuming she hasn't killed anyone, and then I might change my allegiance. But, <laughs> like, she's a con artist. This is what she does. I assume this is an interview she's giving a police person. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Actually, I think this was a reporter. Katie applying sense. It was sense. a reporter. <laughs> <laughs> she, oh, it's a reporter. It was a reporter. But still, it's I know. her, like, I Britain's know. Got Talent sub story. Yeah. Yeah, quite possible. Do we feel bad for her? Are we buying it? I want, I just want to know what, what where he went. Did he... I mean, because in those days, it's very easy to just pop out to the shops and die, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, he yeah. went for cigarettes, got TB, I never saw him again. <laughs> I mean, it's where he could have got kidnapped, he could have got stabbed, he could have deliberately left, he could wow. have gone to a second family, or he could have never existed. We will hear from Fritz again. <gasps> could have been on, in a really long queue for petrol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is one of the first strikes, petrol yeah. strikes He's in the US. still on the M25. <laughs> so she's not a con, con artist yet. She's not a con artist yet. Or so she says. So she's just an abandoned wife. She's an abandoned wife. She remarries somebody named Heyman. Heyman. <laughs> Actually, in the article I read, it was Hyman. And I don't know. There's a lot of changing of spellings. And I don't know if that's like the German names got changed to. They changed them all to Ellis Island, didn't they? Yeah. but it's... Basically, you just said what your oh, name was. And yeah. they just wrote down the closest approximation to what. Yeah, they made yeah a, lot a lot of Zs got changed into Ss. Well, I've yeah. heard of a hymen, so <laughs> <laughs> let's go with that. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he stays intact. <laughs> so this is when the conning starts. Um, again, in Bertha's words, we had just registered at a hotel in New York when a lawyer approached me and started asking me questions, ending, um, ending up with declaring that I must be the heiress to the £8 million Heyman estate. Just think what a temptation it was or would have been to any woman. I want you to remember that. It was the result of a hasty impulse, not premeditated. Well, I kept up the deception for some time. I love her quote. Yeah, that just happened. Well, it fell in my lap. I'd have been a fool lap. not to say yes, I have $8 million. Yeah. How do you think the marriage was with Heyman? Spicy. Um. <laughs> You get so hot after you con Bertha. <laughs> yeah. Swindle my balls. Flat <laughs> <laughs> on a t-shirt. That's what I want. <laughs> I think if she like if it's true what she said about being utterly in love with this guy that left before, yeah. then maybe it's not you're not living up it's to that. It's hollow. Yeah. Mm. You don't have any choice. That's choice though do you you need to attach yourself to a man at that yeah. period in life so mm. i mean he could have been a massive dick but you know you just you need you need a husband you need it's, someone yeah. so i'm thinking yeah. it probably wasn't great yeah if you can't be with the one you love love the one you love. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh she goes on to say in the same interview that the legal issues became a bit of a strain in their marriage in as much as she was getting arrested and standing trial. Um, and at one point, she had conned a total of $50,000 from various businessmen. What was she spending all this money on? Well, that's yeah. an interesting question as well. Okay. Um, what do you think she was spending on? I mean, hotel, hotel. bills and stuff. But there are some yeah, accounts like, of what she did must have with cost that. nothing mm. in those days. Like $5. Yeah, 50,000 yeah. pounds the is Hilton. like... Five bucks. 
What was what was a delicacy in the late 1800s? I bet she really had like small Fresh china hair. ducks or something. <laughs> she was she had like this weird collection of thimbles yeah. or just something that she was obsessed by. Yeah, like Fabergé eggs. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Oh god, I'm just obsessed. I have to have. <laughs> Got to have the whole collection. I'm Big Bertha and I love Fabergés. <laughs> well, there's there are some accounts that say that she gave a lot of it away to the poor. Like Robin Hood. Yeah, a little bit. And she was quoted as saying, you know, once I've acquired the money and the con is done I lose interest it's not really about the money it's the thrill yeah so apparently uh Heyman comes in one day and says Bertha you've changed what is it is it the money they have a big fight what does she do um gets the palm of her (laughs) (laughs) my dad told me to use this sparingly If you don't support me, <laughs> does she? Does she con him? She doesn't. Oh, leaves him. Ooh, she leaves him, Katie. She packs her bags and takes off. She does exactly what Fritz had done to her. Doesn't say a word, Ooh. just takes off. Oh, yeah. and she knows how much that hurts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two wrongs don't make a right. <laughs> One of her more elaborate cons happens uh, when she takes off for California. She's had it with New York, so she's off. Um, she saw some sights. Yeah, she's like a stand-up. That's she's like, like I'm out of here. It's time that's for LA. Like a massive <laughs> epic journey from New York to she's, California. Yeah. In what, what year are we in now? Uh, we're up to like 1890. Oh, now, maybe the I railways think. open. But even so, that's yeah. Like, no, the railways open because she conned that train guy. But it's not a seven-hour flight. It's not. It's not quick. No, she can't take the red eye. <laughs> Imagine the fun she has on the way, though. You yeah. Know? <laughs> It's the buddy travel movie we need to see. <laughs> um, okay, so she's had enough in New York. In California, she starts going by the name Bertha Stanley, and she introduces a fake son to everyone called William. Now, this was a suspected sidekick in some of her other cons. She would sometimes be caught with this gentleman who she called um, Jay Coombs. Mm. He was never identified until this particular con. Oh, I so, think you meant until this particular podcast. I was going to <laughs> we, we got, got the scoop. Cereal. <laughs> scoop. Oh, no, let's say that. I like that. I, mean, I uncovered Jay Coombs. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I was expecting it to be like a 10-year-old, but it's yeah. an adult son. Or like an absent person yeah, that, we, she's that older. never... She's like, older now. Like, so. what's his name? Or like Jimmy Cranky, <laughs> a woman dressed <laughs> oh. to be a small son. Bertha is introducing Willie... Little son Willie. Um, And she approaches a rabbi in a San Francisco synagogue and explains that she had married Mr. Stanley, a Gentile, who had passed away and left her a fortune. But now she wishes to settle down with a nice Jewish guy. What does she ask the rabbi for? Uh, To make her... Oh, wait a minute. I suppose to make her Jewish. No, she's already Jewish. Oh, oh, she is already Jewish. She's Jewish. A blessing? She claimed that she had married a non-Jew. He had died... That was a mistake, except for lovely Willie here. Um, can you help me out? Does, does she ask for some, like, the numbers of some guys? Oh, oh my God. Mm. I don't know about telephone numbers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah forgets gotta, the year again. Uh, you got to hook me up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she says, will you introduce me to some men in the... Uh, right. Do, what do you say in a synagogue? Not a congregation, a... I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we could speculate. We could say the wrong things. Or we could move on. All right. (laughs) Community. Community. There we go. The synagogue community. If if I'd known that this was a possibility, you know, I I still can't imagine going to my, rocking up to my priest and saying, can you give me some numbers? Some single guys, please. (laughs) Yeah. But you would if that was the only respectable way to meet hot guys yeah yeah <laughs> and they'd be like he'd know like everything they said in confession so he'd be like can it not just can it not be too freaky <laughs> yeah. like, and you, and you can't tell me can i have the that. least pervy one i don't like butt stuff the most like, so. <laughs> so does the rabbi manage to set her up i'm guessing yes mm-hmm a rabbi never lets you down. Muzzle tough. Yes. Um, and in fact, it's one of the, it's with his unmarried brother-in-law, Abraham Grun. He is entranced by Bertha and wow. falls quickly in love. Um, I just have to mention that the article I read this in said, despite her now ordinary looks and heavy girth. I was like, no one, wow. no one needed you to slip that in there. Wow. Like she entranced him. 
He fell in love. We don't need to talk about her girth. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about your girth. Yeah. Pal. I think your name's Paul. Let's talk about your girth, Paul. Okay. <laughs> they throw an elaborate engagement party where Bertha's fake son, Willie, asks Groon for $500 to overcome his objections to his mother remarrying. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Does Groon give him the money? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, of course yeah. Groon gives him the money. Can you imagine? Wow. Here's a little something. Sorry. I'm going to be... Plowing your mom. Plowing your mom. (laughs) (laughs) 500 should cover it. Uh, Make it it eight. That's (laughs) so close to... How old is this guy meant to be? How old is he passing for if he's... He's obviously not 10. Don't know. No, adult. Like a a grown-up. A grown-up man. It's like... 20s, probably. Your trauma's your own business when you're an adult. You don't get paid off. Not like some tiny little stepkid that's like needs the curry favor true enough um yes Groon gives him the money plus jewels um so at this point bertha is walking around with fake diamonds they're just made out of paste and she has them all over <laughs> just flashing but she's like i need more i need more so he's buying her Where diamonds her and, jewels money and-, and i say this as a person who who earns money and then goes <laughs> to the cash point machine and goes where is all my money gone <laughs> where's all to well, the poor people. She may have given some to the poor, but she's also spent time in prison. She's been, I. this was interesting that she's it said she bills. was sued. So Ooh. she was owed money. Like, I guess that was the thing. You could be sued for your crime. So she's probably had to give some of the money. Well, she women, traveled to California. Were, were women even allowed bank accounts in those days? Like... Probably not. Yeah, well, the, oh, oh, that's in the UK. The, the Married Women's Property Act is like 1886 or something like that. That's not the exact date, and I literally did this on a case. <laughs> but it's like... That's a good but that's though. the UK. But mm. maybe America's the land of the free... Look, we will have to look into this. TM. And you feel like she could just like sweet talk any bank into like, yeah, you want a bank with big birth? Oh, come on. I mean, she might have just spent it on DVDs of old 80s television programs, which is <laughs> qu- what I've spent quite a lot of money on, yeah. to be fair. Is that where it goes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she and Willie pawn the cash from the jewels plus the money that he's given and they head for LA. This really is a stand up story. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> um, and wait for the ending. So the rabbi and Groon slowly realize that they've been swindled and they approach the San Fran police who are uh, able to show them a photograph of Bertha from Detective Burns' book. And there they see her resting bitch face and realize she is a well-known con artist wow. from New York. So, bit of, yeah, a bit of joint police work there. Detectives trace them to San Antonio where they're arrested and stand trial for larceny. What's Groon's testimony like against Bertha? Do you think he goes in hard? Do you think he holds back? He's the husband. He was the fiancé, quote-unquote. Yeah. No, I think he probably holds... I think he probably still holds well, a yeah, candle. Yeah, he fell in love with her. So he's either super angry that he was tricked or he's mm-hmm. still in love with her. Absolutely. Oh. He's still in love with her, so he totally holds back. Katie and I know men. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Cling. I know nothing about it. <laughs> Hannah and I are staying quiet. Um, <laughs> what is love? <laughs> Baby, don't hurt me. Uh, so the prosecution is forced to focus, focus its efforts on Willie. The trial attracts huge crowds of people, which does not go unnoticed by Bertha. What's the verdict? I guess guilty. I mean, she definitely... We, she Maybe yeah, there's a big not crowd, I'm guilty, because the husband... Oh, no, it's guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's probably fuck all else to do in San Antonio <laughs> at that point, to be honest. Whether... <laughs> Going to a good trial is probably way... Was, I think the trial's back there, in California. Oh, okay. Actually, was there crimes were committed anti-Semitism? Uh, not mentioned. Not mentioned. I will tell you the verdict. Uh, Willie is sentenced to just six months. Uh, Bertha is acquitted. Whoa. Wowzers. God, can you imagine if Twitter existed in those days? <laughs> well, speaking... Men would be angry. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of spectacles, um, what does Bertha do next? So she's got she's gotten away with all this stuff. She's I feel like, she, jo- I feel like she joined Bill Cody's tour or something. I feel like in some way she tried to make money off her celebrity. Yeah, mm-hmm. so she's famous now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she's got to do something with that. I mean, not literally Bill Cody's tour. But yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, 
Yeah, no, you're right. This is where it gets awesome. (laughs) She's offered a performing role in a lowbrow opera house production where her role consists of posing in scenes recreating the scandal in San Francisco. Wow. Wow. People come and pay to see this, but then it said that it would would be followed by her posing in classical scenes in flesh-colored tights. (laughs) Oh, no, that is obscene. (laughs) In those days, my God. Yeah. Sometimes she would also take an extra appearance as a collar and elbow wrestler, and she would take on anyone. So people would come in and be like, do you want to fight Big Bertha? Big Bur- Big <laughs> I'm sorry, Big Bertha. I call what, you Big Bertha. Wrestling, like, like arm wrestling. But, yeah, like I don't know what collar and elbow is. Like, I don't know what happens when you throw the collar in, but I'm going to be uh, YouTube and some shit. Okay, so during this period, reporters who were getting very interested in her because she starts touring across California with this show. Oh, is the show becoming just called, a celebrity. It's just called Look What I Did. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> look at me in my tights that you're not meant to wear, and, and now I can fight you. So reporters track somebody down. Who do you think that somebody is? Oh, oh my God, it's the, the first, first guy. guy. They track down Fritz. It turns out he opened up a cafe. Original Fritz. Original Fritz. By facts and died Abandoning mm-hmm. Fritz. Mm-hmm. He owns a cafe in LA. <gasps> Why didn't we think of that? <laughs> <laughs> she goes to visit him at the cafe. Oh my God. And reports oh, that he... Like, it's like surprise, surprise. <laughs> what do you think he... How do you think he reacts? Not well. Get out of my cafe. He breaks down in tears. What? According to her report, anyway. <laughs> and, he, and this erection that would not quit. <laughs> I swindled his balls and I was out of there. <laughs> this feels like the precursor to La La Land, though, doesn't it? I broke your heart and now I wear flesh colored tights. Right, so by 1893, Bertha was not only appearing on stage, but also managing her own honky-tonk theaters in Washington, California, and Montana. These dive bars provided entertainment, which would sometimes go on for eight hours until the early hours of the morning, sometimes just involving men speaking about things on stage. (gasps) The very first podcast. (laughs) Ooh. So... Does Bertha commit any crimes after this time? Was it? See, this is my. This is going to be my question, okay. right? Which is random. I believe, and I might be wrong here. I believe that the two bombs that were dropped on um, Hiroshima and Nagasaki, one of them was called Little Boy, and one of them was called Big Bertha. I believe. Really? Yeah. And I'm curious as to whether Big Bertha exists as a, a name like that because of her. What? So. In answer to that question, if it is because of her, then yes, she bombed Nagasaki. Oh my God. Bertha died peacefully in Chicago in 1901, committed no further crimes after she was acquitted at that trial. How old was she? Um, uh, Maths, I'll get back to you. Okay. (laughs) She was old enough, she she had a good time. She went on to be a a good businesswoman that just ran clubs. Wow. She done good, Bertha. What happened to her? Yeah, cheers. Cheers. Drunk women solving crime. Right, listener crime time. This is from an iTunes review from Mariana. Um, I'll read quickly because we have five minutes to solve this. Woo! We can do it, Mariana. Thanks for writing in. I grew up in a very small, quiet, safe village, the kind where mum leaves her door unlocked. That's Croydon. When I was about five, my house burned down. Wow. Wow. I was playing in the garden with my sister when we heard a man shout, call 999, that house is on fire. My mom got me by the hand and took me inside to check if it was our house, great parenting, (laughs) and indeed it was. Then we watched with basically the whole village as the firemen attempted to tackle the blaze. Our house burnt down and an investigation found that it was most likely arson, but they couldn't be sure. The police arrested the shouting man, but he was released. They rebuilt the house, rebuilt the house, and everything was forgotten about, but never solved. About 10 years or so later, in the same house, I hear a loud bang. I look outside, and there's a large blaze at the bottom of the garden. My mom calls the fire brigade, and they eventually put this inferno out. And the next day, we find out it was a Range Rover, oh, good riddance, that had been set alight, <laughs> that had been set alight about five feet in front of my mom's car at the bottom of our garden. Again, this was found to be intentional, a stolen car that had been dumped and set alight. My questions for you, drunk women, are, are these two separate crimes? Is it the same culprit? Is my mom some sort of small village gangsta that people keep <laughs> targeting? Mm-hmm. What an amazing story, wow. Mariana. I mean, I, I have oh. a thought. Okay. 
And that is, um, I have a very, very dear friend and there's one thing we're not allowed to talk about in his life. And like, I've known him my entire life. And that's when he was seven, he claims that a man came into their house and he gives a description and threw a match on the floor and their entire house burnt down. Now, the point that is true in that entire story is that their entire house burnt down wow. and his parents lost everything. Yeah. The, the thing that nobody is quite sure of is whether or not it's true that there was a mysterious man in the story. Oh, it could be him. We have always suspected that he actually oh was gosh. messing around as a kid, started a fire and has stuck with that lie yeah. for 40 wow. years. So I think whoever sent us that message burn that house down. Oh, it's like the guy that comes into my toilet and does these really big dumps. <laughs> it's not me. A big boy did it and ran away. Wow. And I've had to burn my house down. It was horrible. Uh, yeah. Mariana, by the way, I hope that helps. And please don't change, please don't change the five-star review to anything lower. It could be a hitman that's got the wrong house. <laughs> Twice. Is this the wrong village? <laughs> I thought so and so lived here. Is it not them? I like the idea of a hitman that does like a slow burn. Like yeah. I'm gonna set their house on fire and hope they die of smoke inhalation. <laughs> Hopefully. I think that her mum probably isn't a gangster because it said at the beginning that she doesn't lock her doors. And I kind of think like if you're a gangster, you lock your doors. But that's classic bluffing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Does that great thing? I listened to a, what was it, Bob Mortimer's um, Desert Island Disc the other day, and he says this yeah. thing about how he um, he was playing with some fireworks in his house when he was a little boy, and then his house sort of set on fire, and he goes round to his next door neighbours, who are these two old ladies, and he knocks on the door and he says, my house is on fire. And apparently they just said, we thought it was. Oh, Which was <laughs> just amazing. It was such wow. a great... Hitman. Mariana herself. Bob Mortimer, I think Bob it was. <laughs> Oh, guys, thank you so much. Um, mm. We have solved so much crime edge. Hannah, final yes. thing. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Um, well, plug. You Why can do I always say plug? Plug. Shut up. Uh, yeah. plug. Um, yes, you can listen to me on Standard Issue where I make much more sense than this. <laughs> <laughs> and But also do keep going, oh, like women are great and... So, yeah, <laughs> where we are. Yeah, so Standard Issue, we are on where you find podcasts. But also mm -hmm. I do a podcast of my own, which is called The Drink, in which I talk to people about Woo their relationship with alcohol. Taylor has, in fact, been on it. I have. I had a outrageously drank a cup of tea during I it. <laughs> I don't have a problem. You can't make me yeah. have a problem. No problem. No so problem. if you are interested in either of those, they are at Standard Issue UK mm. at The Drink Podcast Fantastic. on Twitter. I don't do other social media because I'm not. I'm 45. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, and thank, thank you for you, having me. Katie Yay. and Hannah. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and on Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then please write it in that review and we'll solve it. Thank you so much to ACAST for hosting us and thank you for listening. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you.